I think it's important to fall in love with you so that the world around you can do the same. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Karine Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to a special episode on the podcast today. I am going to be concentrating all about love. You guys know that love is one of my core values. It's something that I try to put into everything I do in order to not only assist others, but fuel myself because it feels really good. There's a lot of reciprocity in that. And I had to have my special guest today come on and dialogue with me about not only her love journey, but in general, like how can we do better this year or reignite our connections with others through this time. And she is one of the most gifted people in this realm, relationship coach, amazing person. Welcome, Colette G to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, um, what I love about our our relationship, Colette, is that we are always um, tapping each other on the shoulder and and letting each other know that we're out there and that we care for each other and that we uh, love to see each other blooming during this time, but also support each other when we're not feeling at our best. And what I wanted to bring you onto the show to to help our listeners understand and maybe get some better tips and tools was like to help them figure out how to actually create a better connection during these virtual times. But before we jump into that, I would love to just know and let the listeners know, like, where are you in the world today? Because you you and your husband move around a lot. <laughs> and so where are you today? I, I actually had someone ask me if we were homeless because we move so often. <laughs> <laughs> the world is your home. Right? <laughs> the world is our home. Um, so we're in New Orleans now. Nice. Nice. And prior to that was Hawaii. And then yeah. are you still are you guys still thinking eventually to hit Europe again? Yes, every time we have we have a ticket and we've had to change that ticket quite often because the rules and regulations here might be okay but then they're restricted where we're going. So it's been a lot. We um we were in the process of doing a visa, so we were actually planning on being abroad for much longer. Yeah. And then COVID yeah. Yeah. Well, here's a here's a curious question because you're similar to me where I've lived in several places, short periods of time, extended period of time. How do you actually build connection wherever you're at? So I build those connections before I go. Mm, so smart. yeah, I use social media as the tool that it is. And I connect with people and bring them offline. So... Yeah, so is that like look like reaching out, say, hey, we're going to be in New Orleans for a while. Like, who do you know that is in this realm, or are you 
like directly finding people that intrigue you in those areas, getting to know them and then trying to meet with them when like, what are the methods? Yeah, exactly. So what I do is, for instance, when we went abroad to Africa, I reached out to people that I knew went to Africa and I said, who did you know over in Africa? And then I reached out to those individuals and said, we're coming to Africa. And then people opened up their homes in different places that we were going. So we didn't have to live like tourists everywhere. The same thing in Europe before I I had never been to London. I had never been to Ireland, even though I had been in uh, other places in Europe. And I reached out to those individuals online, which many of them are still my friends. We run book clubs together and do work and projects and everything together. And I said, you know, hey, we have some things in common. It would be great to connect when I get there and have a cup of coffee, you know, because you don't really know people online. And even if you talk to them on the phone or WhatsApp, you still got to get a feel for that energy in person. So I always invite them out for coffee because that's something that can be, you know, um, prolonged into lunch or whatever. So, yeah. And how about like virtual dates? Do you do those as well now since you can't? really be with them in person sometimes? <laughs> like, yes. how has it been in our in our virtual arena that we have to live in today? So the virtual reality has been... Um, I'm such a touchy-feely person. So the virtual reality has been quite a challenge for me. But I think that, um, yeah... Now I just reach out to people and say, hey, let's do a face-to-face on Zoom or FaceTime or WhatsApp. Because I don't think it's just the audio stuff. I think it's important for us to get the visual feel and sound of, of you know, the person that we're connecting with on the other side, you know. Yeah, I think that's really great. And these are these are actually really great tips you can just do even locally. So if if someone is sitting feeling a little bit isolated or even trying to like upgrade who they have been connecting with, right? They're, these are awesome methods to just be reaching out to those who inspire you, those you want in your inner circle, or just to make a connection with and learn from. You can easily message them on all these social platforms and say, Hey, you inspire me. This is what I'm inspired about. I'm very interested about this that you're doing. Can we connect? Is there a way we can grab 15 minutes and just get to know each other better? Because I am trying to connect with people who are and just be really descriptive and true and authentic about that connection. And if they're not responsive, then you know it, it, it doesn't represent anything about you that they're not responsive about. It is totally about whatsoever is going on in their world. But at least you put yourself out there and extended yourself. I know a lot of people sit in um, doubt and maybe a less than energy that they're not worthy or that why would this person who I'm so inspired by want to connect with me? Um, so what is some advice or ways to, to help people find the courage or you know, take these simple steps to just build a new connection this year? Yeah, that's a great question because, um, you know, one of my Instagram but real life friends that I met abroad in the UK, she posted something today that said, you know, Instagram is not a reality. It doesn't actually reflect the uh, debt that you're in, the way you're feeling in your body, and the real friends that you have, real connection. 
and how well you're thriving and doing in your business and or not. And so I think, you know, every time there's one more door open with one more new social platform, I fear that that's further disconnecting us from the reality of what we're doing right here, which is connecting. And so I think I reach out to a lot of people that feel that very way and they sort of are taken aback as to why I want to connect with them. And it's like, because I want to get to know you, you know, like, what would that be like? And so my, my advice for anyone that wants to take that leap of faith or that connection or open themselves up to someone that's uh, reaching out to them is to just let go of any of the stories or the fears that you might have about yourself, your perception about yourself and your reality and your perception about who you think that they think you are. Um, you don't know until you actually get engaged. And it's about making connections. There's no win or lose here. It either works out or it does not. You have nothing to lose. Um, Like I say all the time, relationships are a lot like buses. One comes along all the time. And you don't get on that bus and the driver tells you he's going to take a new route and you curse him out because he's doing that. You just tell him to go on his journey and you catch a new bus. So That's how it is when we're building relationships. We get on, we hope to enjoy the ride. It might not be our ride. It might not be our journey. We get off, we catch another one. So what do you have to lose? Yeah, I think it's great. What what came to mind as you were talking is, you know, it's really about that self-love understanding first and, and knowing that you are worthy, you do matter. There is something about you that is meant to connect with someone else and gift them in that day for your presence, right? Just being present for them. Sometimes it's something as simple as asking a question of like, how are you doing today? And listening to it, like connecting with others and showing that you care does not have to be complex. I think we have all these layering now of points of entry with the different social platforms. And then we're getting sales spammed all the time from randoms who are just trying to either like make us follow them or sell us something that the genuine message that comes through for the initial connection means so much more and will go further, you know, in actually developing those connected relationships. And it can even be applied to like dating life. Like if someone is single out there and they're just trying to broaden who they'd like to connect with and and um and really share the love that they have with someone else, you know, um all those platforms too have their like biases, I guess you could say, of how you're meant to treat each other within those apps that I think we're losing some of that authenticity or you know the the management of um, a true connection, and um, I would love for you to share your story about how you met your husband, and and the journey you've been on to date, just so that folks understand, you know, that it's not all always sunshine and rainbows, right? Like <laughs> in this journey of trial and error and figuring out what's our best fit for our current state of love, right? And and the love we want to receive in. It's a journey. So can you share a little bit about uh, your relationship and, and how you came to meet your husband today? Sure. Um, so, you know, I actually just did a YouTube video and I was talking about three things that single people can do to feel less lonely around Valentine's Day. And the second, awesome. I, and the second thing I came up with 
was something that I did for meeting my husband. And I was doing this quite often. I had a romantic relationship with myself for a whole year. And and so on Valentine's Day, I made this amazing meal. Mm -hmm. I bought caviar. I ran myself a bath. I laid out fancy clothes. I put on a romantic movie and I wined and dined myself. Yes. And the reason why I recommend anybody out there who's single uh, do stuff like this is because I think it's important to fall in love with you so that the world around you can do the same and you become the magnet. And so I didn't have to go look for my husband who I met while I was doing something I love. We were volunteering for a nonprofit organization to prevent violence against women and children. And as a survivor of domestic violence, he was there as one of the facilitators and I was volunteer to learn and get certified. Uh, that was an instant connection for us, you know? And I was the one that asked him out, pursued him, went against all the rules and everything my girlfriends and everything ever said, because obviously he wouldn't really be that into me if I had to ask him out, which is BS, belief yeah. systems. And, um, and, that, and, the, and the story went on from there. And you know, seven years later, here we are traveling the world, doing what we love. And it's because I took a leap of faith. I was living my best without thinking about being alone and just feeling complete and whole and attracted this, you know, energy, this man just wandering around out there. And I was like, Hey, you, you know, (laughs) and, uh, and I said, you know, you're it dude. You know, he didn't know at the time, but now he does. He's on board. He totally gets it. I love that. I love that. I can totally relate too, because for me, you know, in in my journey and finding Jeff, my husband now, is that I had to fall back in love with myself first and really stand in the energy of what I wanted to connect with daily in order to attract it in. And so I love these tips of like, even if you are single right now listening and you're unsure or you're going through a breakup and you're trying to navigate like the what's next and, and you have so much love to give, put it inward first. You never go wrong with overloving yourself. You cannot overlove yourself. Like there is always a little centimeter of, an, of a piece of your body that probably needs that little more love, you know? Like, so, so shine the light back on self and be as fulfilled and, and and almost like overpouring of that loving energy. And then you actually start to attract that same energy in return because what happens is you, you create this almost like non-negotiable energy to be connected to you. You know, it's like if it is not at this standard, if it is not at this, what I can do for myself, why would I, uh, you know... Add you in. Why would I? Would I? Why would I bring you in to bring me down? <laughs> you know, and right. so that clarity of on self love and and the practices around it. So you have to share that. If we share that YouTube video link with me, I'll put it in the show notes so others can go and see those three tips because I think it's it's so critical for us to always tap into that self love in order to attract the love into your life that you truly desire. And um, and I love that. I think we can all benefit from being reminded to make sure we're plugging in that way in order to attract them in. The other thing I, I like to say is that anybody you surround yourself with 
is a reflection of who you are right now. So sometimes we are sitting in something that maybe we've worked through and then we look around us and we're like, these, these people don't fit anymore. And you kind of are doing a clearing of those, you know, over, I would say outgrown connections, right? Like they were meant in your life for that time period for you to realize something about yourself. And, and then if you're on that self-love journey, you are removing layers of things that might not work and the, the pain story or even just understanding yourself better and realize who is sitting across the table from you or around you is a reflection of that version of you. And so when you're going through your own internal upgrades, like you're going through you're the next version of yourself and you're realizing, oh my God, that doesn't fit. And it reminds me of when I was with my former fiance before meeting Jeff. Like I had a year in between ending that relationship and meeting Jeff. And I ended that initial relationship because he was a reflection of all my pain. And I was doing all the personal work to make sure that the marriage I was about to have would be a longstanding one because I really believe in the commitment of marriage. And, and I realized in that journey of that year after being engaged to when the wedding was that, uh, oh my gosh, this guy reflects all my pain. Like, And I've worked now through my pain. And so if I marry this pain, I've outgrown what this reflected. And he wasn't going through his his versioning and growth spurts at the same time as me. So it would have been a real struggle to marry that. And as difficult as it was to not fall into the BS stories of like, you know, get married, walk down that aisle, like, you know, celebration and the 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 picturesque version of it all. Cause it was going to be a gorgeous wedding, no doubt. But <laughs> the the marriage was not going to be sustainable for me. And so I I made that hard decision about three months before the wedding was supposed to happen and ended that relationship to to dive into true self-love and understanding because I felt I was worth more than what I was accepting at that time. And it's it's something I want to share you know, with listeners only because if you're feeling this way and you're going through transformation in your relationships right now or a mini upgrade or trying to figure out how to navigate it, um, it's just know you're not alone. We all go through it, but also see it as you're going through a growth spurt, you know, exactly. and there's something to, to let go of and something to gain when you do that. I agree. Well said. Well said. I'm glad you met Jeff because I love him too. I know. I know. <laughs> Jeff and Colette are like total Instagram buddies too. <laughs> and then we always talk about the four of us getting together and have a having like a, a couple's getaway just to just to really ground our relationships but also enjoy each other. Like there's such a mutual love and, and respect I have for both you and your husband. And and I know it's it's in return because we reflect that stance. It's like we are not afraid also to talk about what's not working. Right. And that is the empowering stance. So if you were to give um, somebody who's listening that is now they're thinking, okay, I want to make deeper connections. I want to be able to express myself better in this world. And I really want to surround myself with more love every single day. What are some of the things, um, methods or tips you can give them so that they can kind of ground themselves this year in a love energy? Yeah, I think after 2020... And stepping into 2021, we need to ground ourselves in this love because 
while it was chaotic and crazy, I still do also believe that it was a shedding. It was a bringing to light and a shedding, a bringing to light and a shedding. And now here we stand, you know, standing in our light, standing in our truths, standing here, you know, um, ready to move to the next phase of our evolution. And I think that what I would suggest that any of you are doing right now in 2021 is to be brave and be bold. You know, just go be brave and be bold. You know, um, fear is something that came up a lot in 2020. But guess what fear does? Fear makes you freeze, flee, or fight. And so what is the fight still left in you to do? I mean, you came here to live this life. And so live it because living is not something that you can do if you're frozen in time. I mean, you know what I mean? So let's move forward and be brave and be bold and go forward and live your best life on purpose. Cicely Tyson just died. That is a woman who was living her life fully and purposefully. So find models out there that whether it's people in your nearby circle or people that you're just looking at and you're like, wow, I want to be just like that person. What did they do? Watch movies about them, read their stories, do anything to get the information so that you can really um, embrace that and live that your way, you know? And that that's what I would say the best thing that we can do right now and this year. Unplug. <laughs> turn the TVs off um, and get off social media and literally just write down a plan of things, you know, work with, you know, Kareen and her group and figure out what your next phase is in your business or what your next phase is in your love life. Because, you know, there's so much ambiguity right now. We don't know what's going to happen. And so what's happening is whatever you're doing right now. And so live your life on purpose and be brave and be bold. I love this. I love it. I, I just did an episode on um, time blocking and the importance of, of how you intentionally manage your time. And what came up as you were talking was, you know, to have a time block in the calendar of like loving yourself and a- igniting the energy of love and self. And then, and then another time block on how you love on others, like how you actually are generous with your love to others and ignite that energy. And if you're able to do that daily in those brave moments, just like Colette was saying, then you really can charge your day with the energy that is not about fear and anxiety, but about empowered and and loving and generous stance. And it is, is a choice every day what we want to focus on and how we show up in it. So... Uh, I love that brave moments, um, taking the step forward. And it doesn't have to be complex. It also doesn't have to be overly planned. You know, like the, uh, the other thing is about bravery is just that step forward. It's about drafting that message and clicking send. You know, it's, it's like in that split second, it can be that quick to at least show somebody that you want to be connected and, and go a little deeper. I, I also, I'm curious for those who have let go, right? Like there's so many different things that have ended and they're trying to let go and move into the next phase. I personally was doing a meditation recently and realized that I'm sitting with a lot of grief that I didn't know I was holding on to. That I found 
is probably part of the pain I'm feeling in my body because I haven't fully gone through like the grieving process of a loss of a relationship or a loss of a loved one or um, feeling the heartbreak sometimes that does come up for being brave and then maybe it it actually you know was a misstep you know and there's a lesson to be learned in it so I was curious about the I don't know what energy to call it. It's like the the overcoming of something or the moving through something where maybe we can give people um, you know, methods of forgiveness or trying to release and let go. Um, so tell us a little bit about that because I know a lot of your work, you focus on that as well. And I think it would be great for those who might be sitting in a little bit of stuckness from all that anxiety, that fear, that fight or flight that we've had as an energy of 2020 and now coming into 2021, what are some of those methods that we can share with them? Right, right. Um, during the COVID uh, pandemic that we're still in, I put together three workbooks. Uh, one is called The Forgiveness Process, and uh, one is called The Gratitude Process, and then one is called The Affirmations Process. And I think that those are the steps, you know, release and let go through forgiveness, be grateful for what you have and affirm what it is that you want. Those are the steps that I believe we can take in in this year, I mean, this year, in order for us to really move forward. Um, Forgiveness was something that I had to really work on in order to free myself from the abuse, from the rape, from the trauma, from all the pain that I was carrying around that uh, was just toxic. And when we don't forgive, it's like we're drinking poison and we expect the other person to die from it. That ain't going to happen. It's us. We're poisoning ourselves. And so through the process of forgiveness, which I talk about a lot, which is when my clients all come to me, I'm saying they either have to forgive themselves of the relationships that didn't work out they have to let it go and or they have to forgive someone that hurt them. And it is this uh, dire need to fulfill our, our, let me rephrase that. We are constantly seeking pain, uh, seeking to um, remove pain from our lives or we're seeking to please ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And in that process, sometimes we're hurting ourselves to avoid that pain instead of embracing the pain and using that pain to stand on it as a story where therefore it becomes our platform and not who we actually are. And so I recommend doing that that three steps, you know, work on forgiveness, release it and let it go, work on gratitude, being grateful for what you have and affirm who you are and what you want in this life. Love that process. And it's definitely, I've definitely gone through um, and, and tried to make that a daily practice for myself too, because what I realize is that we have a present past and it's not just about our past past, right? Like the old stuff, the, the festering stuff that maybe we didn't deal with it yet, or, or even those who have gone on the self-love journey of healing to be more present today, we still have a present past that requires that same exact work you just talked about. And so for me, it's a daily forgiveness practice. It's a daily gratitude practice. And it's a daily intention, setting my intention practice that allows me to stand in the energy of service every single day, but also to make sure that I am building channels of reciprocity so that it's not just one-sided. And I believe that is the true energy of connection. 
uh, is is finding that reciprocity relationship uh, in your life, your business, your your family, whatever connection you're trying to make, because that reciprocity is what fuels us all to move forward together and not feel so alone in it all or isolated in it all. And this has been so helpful, Colette. So I know everyone's going to want to benefit from your work and how you you support people and get grab one of your workbooks. So what's the best way for them to connect with you and dive in more on building more solid, connected relationships in 2021? Wow. Thank you, Corrine. Um, so right now, I would suggest they can either visit my website at findinghappily.com and get all that juicy stuff there or go check out my Instagram at findinghappily. And if you click on the link in my bio, it pulls up you know everything that I'm offering. And Kareen, I woke up this morning and the word of the day was reciprocity. Yay! That's so perfect. I love it. I love that. Yeah, it's it's it is it is the energy. My my word for the year. I'm curious if you have a word for the year, but my word for the year is integration. And I'm trying to make sure that I am integrating who I truly am and what I truly intend into everything I do. So for me, integration is is a is a consistent energy for me. Do you have a word for the year? Well, after I watched your uh, listen to your podcast and you talked about the word for the year and what word that I uh, want to come up with, and I was going between the two, and I said, you know what, I'm at that stage now too of integration. Yes. So yeah, that's where I'm. At. That was a great podcast, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for podcast. listening. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it, I, I'm really finding that leaning into that word and like being more and I don't and you follow me on Insta too I'm constantly pulling word cards for people so that it's inspiring the energy every single day on Insta that it's like here's a word like is this your energetic word you know is this what you're meant to either bring in today or for the year because I I myself needed to get more creative around exposing myself to those new things. So I'm so glad that you found some benefit from that show as well and um, and sharing your word with us today too. But everyone for today listening, and I'm sure you got some amazing takeaways on how you want to be connected. And you know, Colette and I want to connect with you and support you on your journey. So feel free to snap a pic of this episode, tag us both in it on Instagram. Let us know you're listening and let us know what you took away from today's episode because we are here walking alongside you. That's what Colette and I do in our practices as well as who we are as people on this earth. (laughs) And I love walking alongside you, Colette. Thank you so much for doing today's episode with me. Thank you, Clay. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact. Most of all, I would love for you to share this with your community. It means so much to me to have you as a listener and I would love to connect with you. So if you have any questions you would like me to answer on this show, 
go ahead and email hello at kareenwalsh.com and my team will make sure that I get your questions so we can get them answered on the show for you. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. 